Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. And I want to pose a question to you as we jump into this morning and get our brains just thinking, kids, this is for you guys as well, because you guys are going to jump into a conversation after our time out here together uh, with your teachers. And we're going to discuss a few things when it comes to this place of our life of really growing and trusting God in his leadership and what he wants to do in us. So I want to give you this question. Have you ever thought that you knew something and then in a moment you realized you didn't know as much as you thought you knew? Anybody ever been there? Can I get, get, a, get a hand up on that one? Yeah. This last weekend, um, we went through uh, Freedom Weekend, and I was talking with Daryl and Carrie. We were actually getting ready to go get some lunch out in the lobby, and we were talking about this reality that so many times in life, you feel like you've learned some stuff. You feel like, oh, I kind of know that about God, or I've figured that out about people. And you kind of get settled into this really comfortable place of living, and, and, and you're like, okay, I, that, that one I've got checked off the list. And then all of a sudden you sit in a teaching or you, you hear somebody begin to talk about it again and you're like, did I know anything about that topic? It's this reality in our lives that God created us to continually learn. Kids, you're going to talk about this with your teachers, so think about this. Some moments in your life where you thought you kind of had it figured out and then all of a sudden come, somebody came in and just kind of blew your, blew your mind with a new thought, a new perspective a new way of looking at something. And and what I want to present to you today is that as we look at God's word, God's word is really that way for us constantly. There is so much to learn about who he is. And the reason is, is because he's an infinite God. And can I just tell you, I'm really glad that he's infinite, right? Because that is the very definition of what makes him God. But oftentimes in our life, we sit in church, we've been a part of conferences, we've gone to cool camps, or we've, we've sat in churches on Sunday morning for 20 years or five years or 10 years, and we feel like we get pretty comfortable with some things, and then all of a sudden something comes along and changes our perspective on what we thought that we knew. And I, I just want to, I want to get inside of you a, a little bit more of a childlike heart when it comes to our approach to the Word of God. And when it comes to our approach of what God wants to teach us on this journey. So we're going to take the next three weeks here. We're going to explore Psalms 23 and really let the Holy Spirit come in and do some work inside of us. I get to kind of kick us off this week. And then next week, Trey Jones is going to be preaching for his first time here at River Valley. Come on now. And then the following week, we've got an experience for you. I believe it's the 28th of March that I am challenging you, make sure you are here that week. We are going to do something collectively as a church family um, that is going to blow your mind a little bit. We're going to take a a journey through Psalms 23, and we're going to see what the Holy Spirit would speak to us collectively as a church as we explore the Word of God together. And and the reason we're, we're, we're going down this is because God really burdened me with this passage of Scripture clear back in the summer when I was on my sabbatical and really took me on a journey through Psalms 23. And again, I've been around the Bible a little bit in my life through Bible school and just growing up in church. And I thought I had Psalms 23 pretty nailed down. I thought I'd heard all the teaching on it. But God began to unfold some things 
in my heart through that journey and then really challenged me to take that to our staff and our leadership and then to bring it into this space for us collectively as a church as we go on a journey of discovery of Psalms 23. And I want to I tell you this right now. I'm not going to teach to you out of Psalms 23. I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to come and teach you a little bit through Psalms 23. And so we're going to take that journey for three weeks together as a church family and just see what God might open up to us in our understanding and our revelation of who he is. We're going to explore this and let him be the teacher um, like the Holy Spirit loves to do in our lives. He's going to take us on, on into some pretty, pretty cool spaces. I want to I want to teach to you a word that's going to help you put into context how this works in Scripture. In Scripture, there's a Greek word, and the Greek word is metanoia. I want to read to you a verse that it comes out of, and it's going to help you understand what God is wanting to do in our hearts and lives through His Word. So Mark 1.15, you don't have to turn there. I'm just going to read this one for us this morning. But Mark 1.15 says this, The time promised by God has come at last. So this is a word, koinonia, a moment, or not koinonia, koinonia. No, not metanoia. Kairos is the word I was looking for. There's too many funny words in the Greek. I'm just telling you that right now. This is the word kairos. It's a moment in time where God comes and imparts something into us. This is the word that is being spoken of. And it goes on to say, he announces that the kingdom of God is near. How many of you are glad that the kingdom of God is near? Some of you are unsure, like if that's a real thing. Well, Jesus said the kingdom of God is near. So guess what? The kingdom of God is near. When he says it, it's truth, right? Then he goes on to say, repent of your sins and believe the good news. This was Jesus's whole message while he was hanging out here on earth. He was preaching the kingdom of heaven. And he said this word, repent, repent, repent. And this word right here is metanoia. And the word metanoia doesn't mean like, hey, feel sorry for what you did. Feel bad about where you are. That's not at all what Jesus was saying right here. What he's saying actually is the word metanoia. And it means, hey, have your mind changed. Think differently about what you're thinking about. Think about that. Jesus was looking at the disciples and saying, hey, the kingdom of God is here. It's present with you. There's a, a divine moment that is happening right now. What I want you to do is to metanoia. I want you to think differently about the way that you think. Think differently about the way that you think about life. Think differently about the way that you think about your children, parents. We all need that. Think differently about the way that you think about your spouse. Think differently. What is the different way that Jesus is inviting us to think? He's inviting us to think a kingdom mindset. That is very different than our human mindset. And he's inviting us into this place of exploration of what the kingdom of God looks like. So can I just tell you, as you learn scripture, metanoia is taking place with the inside of you as you study the word of God. In other words, what is happening is you are learning to think differently about certain things in your life, right? Let me give you a for instance. For instance, the Bible teaches us, Jesus teaches us that we're to love our enemies, The Bible teaches us that we're to love our enemies. 
Can I just tell you that is way different than the way that we think. If I'd have asked Drew, hey, Drew, do you love your enemies? Drew would say, well, the Bible tells me that I'm supposed to love my enemies. But the reality of it is there's a tension there for us. In other words, when somebody treats you poorly, like a stewardess on an airplane, the first thing that comes to your mind is, oh, man, I love you. No, 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 no. The first thing that comes to your mind is, I'm going to write a really nasty letter to an airline. Man, are you guys seeing my flesh coming out here? Come on, there's a reality in the kingdom of God that the way that we typically think is not typically the kingdom way of thinking. And so Jesus is inviting us saying, hey, listen, if you're going to be a part of the kingdom of God, here's an experience that you need to learn how to live in in your life. It's metanoia. It's learning how to think differently about the things that you think about in your life. It's an invitation to come and to experience the revelation that the Holy Spirit wants to bring into your life through the Word of God that teaches us actually how to live our lives. Once again, a lot of times we think that we know a lot. And then the Holy Spirit comes in and teaches us in the moment and all of a sudden we have a, ooh, an aha moment. I didn't know that as well as I thought I knew that. I did not know God like I thought that I knew him, right? And these are the moments, these Kairos moments that God wants to bring into our lives. And can I just tell you, not just on Sunday mornings, he wants to bring these moments to you while you're sitting at home, while you're driving in your car, while you're just contemplating some things that you've heard maybe on the radio or in a conversation with a friend, God wants to bring you metanoia moments in your life where you're sh- you shift the way that you think about things in life, where your perspective changes. And I believe over the, these next three weeks that there's going to be some metanoia for you when it comes to your understanding of God and what he wants to do in your life, how he functions with you and how he wants to lead you how he wants to take care of you. And so this series that we're getting into, we're calling it My Shepherd, obviously, because it's out of Psalms 23. So I want you to open up your Bibles with me, and I'm going to read Psalms 23. This week, I'm just going to read it in the New Living Translation. I'm going to prepare you right now, and I actually want to encourage you. Over these next three weeks, I want to encourage you to read Psalms 23 in every different version of the Bible that you could think. Some of you are like, wait, there's different versions? Yes, a few, to say the least. And I want to encourage you to go out there, and if you're not sure how to do that, there's an app called YouVersion Bible App, and they have literally, I think, 40 or 50 different versions of the Bible in there that you can, you can just click on every version, and it'll get you something new, uh, a different perspective, a, a little bit different translation of it. But I'm going to read this over us this morning. Again, I, I promise you, I'm not teaching out of Psalms 23 today. I'm preparing your hearts for what God wants to do in giving you some metanoia moments with Him as we discuss and and walk through the power of God's word active in our lives. So here's Psalms 23. I'm just going to read it for us today. Many of you could probably just close your eyes and quote this passage of scripture. But let me read it over you this morning. I'm reading it out of the New Living Translation today. Psalms 23. It's a Psalm of David. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength and he guides me along right paths, 
bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valleys, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 23, beautiful passage of scripture that contains so much context about theology, who God is, and how he functions in our lives. Psalms 23 is a a verse that, as a little boy, I memorized in my Sunday school classes. Now, I memorized it in the King James, so it was a little hard for me to read it right there in the New. Anybody feel that tension in your life? Come on now. But there's this reality about Scripture and God's Word that I want to remind you of this morning that it is living and it's active. It's not passively sitting on the pages of your your Bible that's in your hand. It's not passively sitting in black and white uh, on your phone. Like, it is alive. And it is communicating, He is communicating through it to us constantly. And as we think about this space of Psalms 23, I'm I'm just priming the pump for you because I believe over these next few weeks here that the Holy Spirit's going to come to you and give you some new revelation about who God is. He's going to open up your eyes to understand that God has some very specific things that he wants to teach you through his word. Kids, there's some things that you're going to enter into conversation with, with each other, that's going to help you know about God better because of metanoia. Because he wants to change a little bit the way that you think about him. How many of you know that lots of things in our life imprint us about how we think about God, about how we think about each other, about how we think about the world that we live in, questions that we have, experiences that we have. And what God wants to do in each of us is teach us that his word has an answer to every one of those questions. And so what we're doing over these next three weeks is opening up our hearts to say, God, would you speak to me through your word? Would you teach me, God, how to explore scripture? And we're just taking one small part of it. And God, would you teach me how to hear what you're wanting me to hear and what you're trying to teach me about you through this? I know some of you are sitting here going, well, yeah, that's called a quiet time. Well, it it might be. It might be something that you experience on and off in your life. But here's what I want to encourage you. No matter what level you think you have of biblical understanding or knowledge or experience or how devoted your devotional life is, all of those spaces, can I just tell you that God has more for you? For some of you, you're sitting here today and you're going, man, I I don't have devotional life. It's not something that I do. I don't spend uh, every day reading some parts of Scripture. Can I just tell you, God's inviting you to just come know Him a little bit more. Now, I want you to hear this very clearly. God is not pointing at you going, what is wrong with you? He's inviting you saying, come and learn about me. Learn about my love for you. 
He's asking some of us who've been around the Christian faith for some time and have had the discipline of devotion in our life to say, hey, 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 put, all, put aside all your, all your spiritualness and just come and be a son and a daughter and sit at my feet. Let's have a conversation. Let me open up to you some new ways of thinking in your life, some metanoia for you. So every one of us in this room today and those of you that are watching online have an opportunity to go deeper in relationship with God. And the reason is, is because there is no end to the depth of who he is. So he wants to teach us. He wants to grow us. He wants to take us into some sweeter spots with him. As a staff, back in November, we went away to our staff summit. And we do this every year annually where we gather together and we pray together and we talk and we plan and we strategize and we're thinking about you and we're, we're inviting the Holy Spirit to teach us and show us what he, how he wants us to lead this church into the spaces that God's called us to in the future. And this year, we spent uh, about five or six different kind of devotional times together as a team focusing on Psalms 23. And as we were spending these times together, we would worship for a few minutes and then we would just read Psalms 23 and then somebody would let a prayer just out of their heart together and, 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 and we'd wait for a few more minutes and we'd sing another song together and then somebody would read Psalms 23 out of a different translation. And it just, it took us on this beautiful journey together of just experiencing this passage of scripture in so many different lights, so many different perspectives. We took moments where we just talked together said, hey, what, what is God speaking to you? And over about four or five, six different, different sessions of that, which were hours of just spending time together, God began to open up things to us in Psalms 23 that a lot of us were just sitting there going, man, I just, I, I never saw that before. Didn't even think about that. And in one of those moments, uh, Mark, who, Mark and Wendy uh, were there with us, and Mark had this just incredible moment of writing um, and I'd encourage everybody, hey, write down what God is speaking to you. I want to share with you what he, he gave me permission to do this. No, I don't even know that Mark's here today. Is Mark here today? Oh, man, he's in trouble. Uh, but he, he began to read this out over us as a group. Man, it was such a powerful moment for us as a team. And it, it, it just shows what happens when we collectively together kind of begin to dig into the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit speak. So I just want to read this to you this morning. I want to begin to prime the pump inside of you of some things that God might want to bring to your attention as you spend time in His Word. Here's what Mark wrote. He said, I can enjoy the Lord. I don't have to strive to be a worthy son. I can just be in the family and enjoy my good shepherd. You are watching out for me protecting me from danger. I hear your voice and trust it. You lead my steps and direct my paths. My security is from you alone. My purpose is from you. You have plans to spoil me, to give me good and amazing gifts. You sustain me always. I always have enough. I can rest in peace knowing you will give me all that I need. You are my prize. I am found in you. When I come close to you, I am comforted. Mighty King, good Father, wonderful God, beautiful Jesus, that I would live in your presence, 
that I would always know your voice, that your spirit would fill me completely. Who else has the words of life but you alone? Isn't that incredible? And that came out of moments of just meditating, of being in God's word, not rushing through and just reading it as fast as we can to to check the box that I got my reading in this morning, but moments of just waiting on God in his word. It's funny, Mark read that to us and we were all just like, like it was, it was this just moment of revelation for everybody in the world, room, number one, that Mark could even write. Like that was a shock to us all. I looked over at Wendy and she was like, like, where did that come from? And that came from a man who just opened his heart up to God and said, God, what do you want to speak to me through your word? God, what do you want to open up to me in revelation of who you are? God, what new thing do you want to teach me about your greatness? And that came out of his heart of just communion with Jesus. Here's what I want to encourage you in your life and in your faith journey. We can make our faith journey with God something that is pretty rote, something that's just pretty routine, something that's just, yep, we went to church on Sunday morning, sang some good songs, some guy up there talked for a few minutes and that, that was great. Like I did my thing. And, and you can experience that. But here's what I want you to know. That is not walking with the living, breathing Savior of the world. He desires personal connection with you. In fact, he designed you so that in your life, you would have moments of personal encounter with him that would change you and ruin you for ordinary life. And yet all too many times in our journey, we get really comfortable with doing religious things, but we forget that there's actually a relationship that God is wanting to forge in our life with him. And it's not based on your performance. It's not based on you being good enough. It's not based on you spending enough time in prayer. What it's based on is a love relationship with the Savior of the world. This reality that Jesus went to the cross, not so that you could go, whew, I don't have to go to hell anymore. No, he, he went to the cross so that you could have relationship with the Father, the creator of the universe. And he gives us access to himself and to his heart and to he, who he is through his word. And he wants us to experience him in life-giving spaces through that. But all too often, we just don't take the time to just sit and be with him. And to let him reveal himself through his word to us. And so I want, I want to do is invite you into some new experiences with God through his word. What I want to invite you into is some moments where instead of just reading God's word, we're listening to what he's speaking to us through time in his word. What I want to invite you to do is to explore scripture in a a way that takes it from being something that you have to do to something that you can't wait to do. You know, as we read through Psalms 23 as a staff staff and a team uh, at Summit, Every time we got together to talk more about this, to wait more on him, there was this anticipation in in us of what's going to happen this time. 
What's, what's God going to show us this time? The first time was beautiful and the second time was great. What's the third time going to be like? Right? There's this eagerness that begins to build inside of you of, God, what are you going to show me about you today? What new beautiful aspect of who you are are you going to reveal? God, what do you, what do you want to do in my heart right now in this moment? that might change or blow my mind about who I thought that you were. Can I tell you, for every one of you, there is a new understanding. There is a new revelation. There is new spaces that God wants to take you on in your journey with him. And as we open our hearts up to that, we get to experience him in powerful and wonderful ways. So here's my challenge to you. And just so you know, yes, we're done today. Here's my challenge to you this week. I want to encourage you to read through Psalms 23 every day at least one time. It's a total of six verses. I'm not asking you to read through it like like to try and become a theologian or or to to be worried about the nuance. What I'm asking you to do is read through it and say say this before every time you read through it. God, what what do you want to show me about you today? through this space of scripture. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Read it and take just a moment to be still after you read it and let God illuminate to you what he wants to speak to you about him in that moment. And we are going to literally take the next two weeks of time and we're going to see what God might want to bring to you about himself through scripture. And it's going to culminate here in a couple of weeks where we're going to gather together and we're going to begin to share with each other a few of the things that God has been revealing to us about himself. Next week, Trey is going to take us on a journey of some things that God spoke to him in our time together that's going to help each of us take a step deeper into this passage of Scripture. Here's what I want to help you with. There's nothing magical about Psalms 23. There's nothing magical about, about any, really any of these spaces of Scripture. What they are is a platform or an opportunity for a kairos moment to come into your life. A moment of, oh man, heaven is invading earth. The kingdom of God is drawing near. And I'm experiencing him in a different way than I thought that I'd, I ever would. God wants that for us in our life. And, and let me speak it to you this way. What God so desires for you and me is the joy of intimacy with him in our relationship. Can I tell you, this is what the Pharisees and the priests lost in their journey with God. They became so accustomed and comfortable with Scripture that they forgot the God of the Scripture. And their hearts, instead of coming alive every time they read Scripture, their hearts began to turn into this place of just hardenedness before Him. What God wants to invite you into is this place of enjoying the wonder of who He is. When we say that God is wonderful, that means that in every way, in every aspect, in every thought of Him, there's wonder to be had. Wonder is that place that we see in the eyes of a child when they're experiencing something new. And I just, I so want that for you in your relationship with God. 
that you would experience the joy and the wonder of who he is. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to close this in a word of prayer here in just a second, and then we're going to break into groups. I'm going to give you some moments to discuss a question that's going to help launch you into this week. As we explore the word of God together and what God might want to speak to us over this time. And maybe, maybe you're here this morning and, and your first step of, of gaining this wonder and awe of God is maybe you just need to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you're here today and you've never began a relationship with Jesus Christ. Can I just tell you right now, uh, he, in, he invites you to that place with him because there is nothing better than experiencing the freedom that comes when you know that your sin is just forgiven. Is there anybody else here that's experienced? There's nothing better than knowing that, that my sin, the brokenness of my life, no longer is to define who I am. I'm defined by the finished work of Jesus on the cross. If you're here this morning, you've never invited Christ into your heart. You've never begun this journey of knowing the Lord as your shepherd. It's as simple as just simply saying, Jesus, I just invite you to come and be Lord of my life. I recognize that I'm a sinner. And Jesus, I'm just inviting you to come and to be my shepherd, to lead me. It's a very simple beginning to this journey with Jesus. But I promise you, it takes you into everything that we read about this morning, learning about who he is, knowing his tender correction in your life, him drawing you into healthy green pastures and leading you behind, beside peaceful places. And, and I want to say this, walking with you through the valley of the shadow of death. But here's what I know for sure, that when you surrender your heart to him, there is no greater decision you'll ever make in your life. So I'm just going to pray for us this morning. Then we're going to jump into our time together as groups and explore some of the things that God might want to be speaking to you today. So, Father, Lord, we thank you for the simplicity of your word. God, we oftentimes try and make it so complex, God. But, Lord, today we just humble our hearts before you, Lord, and we, Lord, we just say, God, would you teach us and lead us in your word? God, as we discuss, Lord, as we spend time in your word over these upcoming weeks, God, we pray that, that, Lord, you would teach us what it means, God, to have kairos moments with you. Lord, that you would teach us what it means, Lord, to have our minds changed, Lord, because we experience truth in you. And Lord, we just invite you in that. And Lord, for those of us that are here today, Lord, that have never made a decision to give you our lives, Jesus. Lord, today we just say, have all of us. Lord, would you forgive us and wash us of our sin? Lord Jesus, would you teach us what it means to, to have you as our shepherd and the one that leads and guides our lives, Lord? Lord, we acknowledge, Lord, our need for you today. God, whether we've invited you into our lives before or not, Lord, we just acknowledge today, Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you in our lives. And so, Lord, we pray today, Lord, as we discuss your word, Lord, as we spend time together, Lord, as we look into the weeks that are ahead of us, God, and just know that you are a God that speaks to us and leads us. God, we pray, Lord, that, that our perspective. Lord, what we thought that we knew about you, God. Lord, that at the end of this next couple of weeks, Lord, we would look back and, 
and have these aha moments, God, of where you just intervened in our lives, God, and gave us greater understanding of who we are. Lord, we honor your word. Lord, we thank you for it, God. Lord, would you teach us through it today, Lord, and with each other, Lord, as we explore, God, just the wonder of what you've created in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.